Heath bar. No, Heath oh, bars are. Man, did you see they came out with little? The, why did they do this? A bag Heath, of Heath little nuggets. Heath bites. What are you killing me? Welcome to the Greg and Dan Show After Party. I'm your host, Corey Wara, Greg Batten, Rick Hirschman, and for Dan DiOrio. It's the show that takes place after the Greg and Dan Show, which airs daily during the week uh, from 530 to 9 on WMBD. Uh, I want to go straight into it. Greg, you mentioned hobbies so much today. I feel like there's something you need to get out about hobbies. I need hobbies. a hobby. No, I, my whole life. You want to find one. Yeah. Well, I not necessarily. I'll just say this. Uh, Rick was talking about, uh, on the on the actual show today, talked about his hobby, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really look at it that way, but he likes doing home improvement projects on his home. Yeah. So he learned how to do tile and lay floors and all that kind of stuff. I'm here, you know. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, and um, uh, I have always, even when I was a kid, felt guilty that I don't have a hobby. I've never collected anything. Mm-hmm. I don't... Um, uh, I don't know how to make much. You know, I'm not a good cook. Uh, I just, I just go about my day. I feel we like need I'll to try sleep. out. Uh, well, but but things. do you have to have a hobby, Rick? Yeah. Well, I I think it's important that you have an outside interest of some outside kind of this of this radio thing that we do. Yeah. Okay. See, when people say I collect things as a hobby, yeah. To me, that's not a hobby. Mm-hmm. It sort of is. But to me, a hobby is, is, is you're doing something. Oh, okay. If I make three clicks on Amazon and something shows up three days later, that's not a hobby. <laughs> Very true. Uh, so like fishing would be a hobby. Sure. Okay. I used to be a fisherman a long time ago. Up until my mid-30s or so, I, I fished. Did you, own, did you own hip waders? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've, you ever worn hip waders? No. It's a great feeling. Now, hip waders are way cooler than they used to be. Yeah, they used to be. They were just plastic pants yeah. that would be so hot. Oh, my gosh. It would be so hot because it's absolutely trapping all the air inside of mm-hmm. your, your legs. Uh, it's just a weird feeling to walk out into a lake up to your waist and be dry. It's a strange, <laughs> right, it's right. A strange feeling. Uh, I, I quit. Um, here's, what, here's what happened. I'm not trying to lay blame on this. But uh, I got divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, Yvonne and I have been married uh, for 25 years coming up. Yvonne doesn't like fishing. She doesn't really like outdoors. Okay. Life changed. So my first kids and I fished a lot. My uh, younger kids, I think, have only gone fishing twice. And I just kind of quit. I just kind of quit. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, my grandpa was always the outdoorsman. He has a farm. He wants to go fishing. And uh, I, I was never a big go yeah. outside and fishing I guy. miss it. I, I would admit you, I miss it. And, and, and you were saying something to me today earlier, Rick, about uh, thinking about like having a job where you drove people around on a boat. Yeah. I love boating. I love it. I, I do, I too. I really like it. I do it. I'm a little afraid of the Illinois River. I, I don't know. Uh, boating in a river is different. I used to be partners on a boat. Here? Here. Really? And we would go on the river all the time. But that's trickier. You got to be really cognizant of that whole current. You thing. do, especially. Yeah. Well, the current wasn't so bad. But uh, what used to talk about being weird, walking out up to your hips in in something, was to go boating out on the river. And when you get out of the channel, only to realize that it's maybe three feet deep. <laughs> yeah, you jump out of the boat. 
You're right. There might be four yeah. feet of muck, but right. it's three feet till right. till you get yeah, there. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. That is weird. All right, that's all I got for that's hobbies. I, got. I just right. feel guilty about it. Well, we need to try to get you some. No, I don't necessarily you, you don't want, want a hobby. I think now that my my hobby is feeling guilty. Ah, okay. So maybe well, that's what I like to take well, care here's of. Here's the thing: is my dad retires in I think two years. Okay. He does not have a hobby. His hobby is work. Okay. We that's are my so worried that when he retires, yeah. he's not going to know what to do. Why doesn't he come in and hang out with us? <laughs> well, I told him, I'm like, hey, you could do like part-time traffic he or weather. Just sit here. No, he could just sit here. <laughs> just sit here. Hey, what's your hobby? Sitting with Greg <laughs> and Dan? Well, and Dan. The, the couch is right over yeah, there. Yeah, right? true. Right. <laughs> I kind of think my hobby is just hanging out with Dan. <laughs> Maybe my hobby is taking care of Dan. Maybe my hobby is to make sure Dan doesn't like, you know. Uh, uh, crash and burn someday. True. Maybe his hobby is doing the same for me. So you're a foster parent. I'm kind of a foster dad. Yeah. Is drinking alcohol a hobby? Well, I have that hobby, <laughs> and I, I do too. I don't know that that's a hobby. What would or you not. guys call a hobby? What like I would. Different? Well, I, I'll go back to that for a second, yeah. though. Uh, trying different beers in in the IPA world and the craft world to me is a little hobbyish. Is it oh, because I think you it's go very out yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Well, both. Both. Yeah. Isn't there a meme or 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 a joke or something out there that says, uh, "Thanks to uh, thanks craft beer industry for making my addiction a hobby." Isn't that, that <laughs> probably isn't, yeah. <laughs> something like that? Uh, and then what were you going to you were going to follow up on his question about? Uh, yeah. What is a hobby? What, what would you define it as? Because to what me makes... it would be, I I guess to me it would be an activity that brings you joy that is just separate from your your day to day your day to day life and your you know and your day to day does it can world. it be sep- does it have to necessarily because you and I are married Corey's not but does it have to be separate from your spouse no can you have a hobby with your spouse you think uh and not want to have a heart attack no, I think you can. <laughs> I think you can, but to me, a, a um, hobby, a, a hobby is a a very. It's more of a personal singular. thing. It's, okay. it's escapism, right. right? And I suppose you could do that with your spouse, but you know, I've always thought I want. You asked me this a couple of days ago, Corey. Now it's coming back to me about something I wish I could know. I knew how to do, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to get started. I have always felt, uh, Rick, in my heart that I should paint. Not paint houses, right. but like paint, right. paint. That would stress and, me out. And so, well, it stresses me to think about how to get started. And so a few years ago, Dan and Jody DiOrio, Dan's wife, Jody, for my birthday or just like out of the blue, we don't buy each other gifts. That just doesn't happen. We've been in French forever. Doesn't happen. Out of the blue, they gave me all the supplies I needed to start. They gave me a canvas or two, uh, paint brushes, a, uh, like a little smock. Where are they? Stuff. In the basement. Yeah. It's still, I haven't taken unopened. it Unopened. Dude, unopened. I know. Unopened. It's sad. That is a sad thing. I've always wanted to paint. I, I've done it before, and I loved it, but it just drives me crazy when it, you have an idea in your head, and you just make that one mistake. In a mm. canvas, you can't really go back and you know delete that. Right, that, right. And that's why I've always been like, ah, I can't I'd like to it. be uh, Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's your pressure. Yeah. Monday. Bring in something that you painted uh, on that canvas. Uh, and we'll use it for the pressure. next Greg and Dan show. Find that's a lot fair. of pressure on me. Okay. I'll see if I can find it. Got Do hobby number one first. <laughs> what, clean my basement? No, drink a little bit. 
Okay. Then, then you bust out hobby number and two. Then I got to find it. So that's the ho- the second hobby will be finding it, and then the third hobby will be doing it. And okay, then on top of, of that, Ooh, you need to do God. this because I want I really want to read. It does them, make me stressed out. But I know you'll never show them. <laughs> What's that? You need to write a poem that goes along with uh, that painting. Okay. There's one hobby I used to have. Mm-hmm. I used to write poetry. I have quite a bit of it hmm. stashed away somewhere. I quit a long time ago. I usually write best when I'm unhappy. And I've been so happy for years, I haven't found that place. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? So these are poems of angst? Uh, or sadness or, or longing this, or whatever dude, it is. That's like a perfect at. podcast. Each episode, you pull out a new poem, you read it, oh, and you say man, I don't the know. story behind it. I wrote them for me. Yeah, but it'd be cool to hear the backstory. Yeah, well, cool for you. Yeah. Then you make fun of me. (laughs) Uh, Before we hit the questions, I know uh, a lot of people's hobbies will be changing on January 1st. uh, Oh, I might have a new hobby. (laughs) January 1st. What's that? Well, I'm not saying what it is, but on January 1st, uh, weed becomes legal in Illinois. There might be a... Dude, yesterday again... Smelled it publicly. Oh yeah! It, it's just stop. Everybody just gave up and went. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. Just do it. And the cops don't care. No. And no one cares anymore. No. It just stopped. No. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, know? maybe I'll become. I, can, uh, I, I am. I can't wait to see what happens. Me too. How things? I'm very interested. Change. You know the one thing, and I don't know that you and I have ever shared this, but Dean and I chuckle about it all the time. Okay, Peoria is still a smaller community, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody, or at least knows somebody who knows somebody, right? So it com- becomes legal. The, the The place is open. I heard that one of the dispensaries is going to be out at the shops of Grand Prairie, or at least out in that vicinity. That area, right? Hey, that's uh, close to my house. So, so, <laughs> so I do think that, that we still carry around here some angst about publicly doing things that might not be judged favorably, even though they might be legal, right? I believe that people will not shop in their hometown dispensary. They'll drive somewhere. They'll go to Chicago. They'll go to Champaign or Spring, wherever they are, and and do it away from home or have somebody else do it for them. Similar to the folks that would frequent an adult bookstore. Correct. Or Big Al's. You know, I know tons of people that go to Big Al's or used to back when they were younger. Yeah. But they didn't want anybody knowing about it. That's why the old big house was beautiful, because you could go in the back door <laughs> off the alley. <laughs> as soon as they put it out on Jefferson Street, everybody's like, oh, that's a little more out there. All right, go. I, I, that's my business plan. I'm going to become that guy. Big who, Al? Oh, you no, going to be Big yeah, Al? Be, I told you I owned a strip club before. It was oh, called yeah. The Chunk. The Chunk. For yeah. Plus size. For bigger girls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's hit the questions. Right, uh, what's the dumbest thing you have ever done? That's a hobby of mine. (laughs) I have tremendous number of dumb things I've done. uh, From okay, here's one. Uh, This one almost killed me. This is just a singular moment in my life. I pull in my driveway. I am in a hurry to run into my garage to pick up something I had forgotten. I pull in. I uh, get out of the car without turning, putting the car in park, and I almost ran over myself. That would have been so embarrassing to die that way. Yes. What an idiot. What an idiot to drive over yourself. I'll give you two. One serious. Uh, I cashed out a 401k once. Okay. Because it was necessary. Yeah. But that was, I always say, dumbest thing I ever did. 
Mm, I'm not going to jump on your bandwagon. There were that. probably other ways, yeah, to figure out to handle problem, that right. situation. Yeah, eh, it was a quick fix, and I here's regret what, here's it. Here's what I always tell my wife: it's just numbers on paper. Whatever. <laughs> Uncle, I have Nichols. to keep. I have to keep Uncle working Nichols. because of it. Uncle Nichols. Uh, the other one, and I, I'm having deja vu here because I've done this show once before. Yeah. And I feel like I answered this, oh, but maybe okay. not. Maybe oh, this was somewhere oh, yeah. else. Yeah. One of the dumbest things I ever did was when one of my kids was really young. Yeah. And I had they had a uh, see if this triggers. Uh, they had a suction cup uh, oh, toy I've of some that. sort. I've done what you're about to on say. the yeah, forehead. I did that too. And I'm like, this yeah, is great, boy. and the kids playing with yeah, it. Yeah. And it, I did not get the air out properly, and I was yeah. pulling on it yeah. to get it yeah. off, and there was a giant purple. Yeah. Mark on my I did, forehead. I did that same thing when when Katie was little. I saw it in a in a uh, uh, cartoon in the newspapers. One of the strip <laughs> things. That exact thing happened, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I know it. So, yeah. which tells me, yeah, us dumb guys are not alone. I bet it's almost always dad. Mom, oh, mom's smart enough to not please. do that. Yeah, yeah. There is no mom that ever did that. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, what are the best? What is the best board game, in your opinion? Ooh. Well, Monopoly makes me mad. I, Mono- the whole Monopoly thing makes me crazy. Um, I enjoy playing the game of life. I always enjoyed that when I was a kid because mm-hmm. it was dumb and easy and, and kind of The goofy. board game's fun. The and it had stuff all not. over it. Yeah, it, it had know? lots of stuff. Yeah, the, the actual life, it turns out, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. But the game is pretty fun. Um Man, I haven't played a lot of board games in a long time. Is is Pass the Pig a, a board game? You ever play that? Pass the Pigs with the two little pigs? I've done the... It's a roll where you roll them like dice. You roll them yeah, like but dice. I've done the other one. I think it was called Make and Bacon. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, right. And there's like five it. pigs in there. Yeah. And depending on how they were yeah, yeah. laying, oh, you got yeah. points. Huh. And if they were appropriately... Making, making bacon, bacon you, you got you, like all kinds winner. of points yeah that sounds like a great game I've, i'll look that up i would have to think i don't know if this is the best but it's the one i have played the most uh in the last 20 years is sorry oh, because my man. uh one my youngest daughter in particular and i would it, it's just any given time she loved to play it and uh we would do that all the time I enjoy it. We would have some passion. And Trouble's the same game. Trouble's a pain in the butt, though. Well, I don't like that yeah. because you got to... Yeah, th- with the thing. After 40, 50 yeah. years of technology, yeah. that bubble thing <laughs> is still... No, but half the, the pieces but pop the out when game, you do it. Right? Yeah, pretty much. No, it's exactly the same game. No, because... No, because, sorry, you've got... You've got the cards, and you have to do different things based on the card. The other one is just oh, sheer yeah, numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. Uh, mine would have to be Risk. I love risk. That game. Why uh, didn't? Uh, why am I not surprised I at that? I love that game. I hate that stupid yeah. game. I hate <laughs> See, it. See, everyone hates you know, playing I hate, me. I hate Risk because I hate my brother, <laughs> and uh, he was a big. He was a jerk. I, see, to me, a board game. I like a mindless board game. Yeah. Uh, risk. Uh, there's yeah. too much. It's me too too. much work. I'm with you on that. <laughs> See, my only goal is to take over Australia and just yeah. build an. You know, I, I would like to jump in with another one. Yeah. Ernest saves board <laughs> games. <laughs> that is a good one. Have you ever played that one? That's a good no, one. No, I haven't. Yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah. I feel no. like you'd get dumber playing that, that, that game. Guy, well, that guy's fantastic. <laughs> uh, what's the strangest thing to happen when your brain went on autopilot? 
Okay, this is going to lead me into something I was going to talk about on the radio. My, I am a ritualistic person, and and this is not the strangest, but it leads me to something that's just happened to me. So I get up yesterday morning uh, at uh, I usually make it down to the kitchen by about three forty, right? And there that is hurts coffee. my brain. There is coffee all over the counter. I'm the guy that sets the coffee pot the night before, set it on automatic to go off at two fifty or uh, three fifteen. And uh, uh, there's coffee all over. And I, I clean up a coffee, and the coffee pot's full. So I was like, how did that happen? Lately, uh, because I need a new filter on my reverse osmosis filtration system, so we're not getting a regular water. We're buying waters in jugs. So my normal ritual, pour the uh, old coffee out, fill that thing up with the water, mm-hmm. put it in the water uh, thing, right. and then get the coffee, set the timer. Lately, I've been grabbing a jug of water, pouring it directly into the coffee pot. My ritual got weirded out. I forgot to dump the yesterday's coffee. So now I have a full pot of coffee going in on a half mm-hmm. a pot of coffee, and it went mm-hmm. all over the counter. That whole, what was the original question? <laughs> Strangest thing to happen when your brain went yeah. on automatic. So my brain, got, but making of the coffee is an automatic pilot thing mm. uh, it, where you just have a ritual. And I was going to, uh, I said zippers and coffee pots. When I go to the restroom, a man goes to the restroom, you have a button, a zipper, and then you go to the bathroom, right? If I have a pair of pants, dress pants, oh, and then you belt, your belt buckle, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. If, if you have a pair of dress pants that has the inside button, oh, right? Yeah. Go so now you go one, two, outside button, then buckle. There's an extra step. You got a zip. I will almost always forget to zip my pants if I'm wearing dress pants because my, my ritual is three moves, it's three moves, not four. All right, that's my story. What about you? Uh, I can't. I I don't really have anything. I think when my brain goes on autopilot is if I'm doing a long drive. Yes. Yeah. And all of a sudden it'll freak me out that I realize I've probably driven 20, 30 miles and have no idea yeah. what yeah. happened. You know, uh, Tony Robbins, the motivational yeah. guy, he uses that example all the time of how, how people are uh, brainwashed. He goes, that's, that's a form. He goes, people always accuse me of brainwashing people. He goes, we're all brainwashed. He goes, it's, it's brainwashing is your ability to do one thing while your brain's doing something else. Uh, 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 subconsciously. He goes, how many people have driven somewhere 30, 40 miles, like you just said, and don't remember it? Well, that's because you've learned that and you're not consciously thinking about it. And then he uses that as a tool. But it's, uh, uh, I, yeah, that's a freaky thing, man. That's freaky. Uh, for me, sometimes when uh, when work is done at 12 yeah. and I leave, I'm in, sometimes I'm in what I call zombie mode, yeah. where I'm just a dead guy walking, not like dead, but like mentally, I'm right, dead, I'm right. fried. And uh, I went to pick up lunch one day, and it was just, I was in total autopilot, paid for my food, and then drove off without the food, yeah, yeah. made it home, and I'm like, I can never go back to that restaurant again, <laughs> so I haven't. <laughs> you literally have not gone back to that I restaurant. Not, no, you know that that happens all the time. Uh, to people. No, they no. don't care about. It. They don't no, have a. They, they don't they have remember, a list. Greg. They have a picture up they, there that says, no. "Next time this guy nah, shows up, they we're don't have laugh all the pictures. Them. They have not enough room." No, because they made the money on you. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> they just resold your food to someone else. My brother Dan is seven years older than me, and my brother Dan went in high school. Had a lot of acne. Mm-hmm. 
And so back in those days, and this has been in the 60s, uh, the prevailing thought was you can't eat chocolate. Right. Chocolate causes right. acne. And I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I, uh, that was a big deal then. And because of that, he couldn't eat candy bars, and this was his go-to candy bar. He was, the, whenever I see these, I always think of him because uh, that was the only candy bar he would eat. I look at that, and all I can also think of is Zagnut. And I'm like, who ate Ooh, those things? I did. I like Zagnuts. Yeah. 